What's up, everyone? Welcome back to the Eric B. Audio Escapade. It's your boy, Eric B. On this episode, I'm joined by a friend of mine named Evelyn. You can find her on Instagram at ecurry. And she has a pretty cool story. She um, she was a radio personality and went from that to becoming a fitness trainer, group trainer, and is absolutely loving what she's doing. We get into a few things about her background and you know her opinion on what maybe slows down people from getting their progress in fitness, whether it's nutrition or working out. Be sure to send in any questions. Subscribe. Rate the podcast. Let me know any thoughts. I appreciate you all. I hope you enjoy the show with Evelyn. She's a super badass who, by the way, competes in a bunch of different CrossFit competitions. And yeah, she's just total badass. Anyway, enjoy the show. What's up, everybody? It's your boy, Eric B. Welcome back to the show. Uh, Always happy to have you all listening. Uh, Today, I am joined by my friend, Evelyn, and uh, we're going to get into it. Hopefully, this is insightful for all of you. So here we go. Evelyn, how are you doing today? I'm wonderful. All right. It's a Friday. You're here at my house. Chilling. You're hanging out. I'm with the dog. I mean, what else could I possibly need? That's right. We're joined by Piper. Piper. Hey. Gigi. Bring the toy. Oh, oh yeah, wait, we're doing an audio recording so no one can see our dog. No, but it's okay, we can, we can, <laughs> yeah, enjoy, we can, we can enjoy. enjoy Fiverr yeah. and they can just like think that we're dumb. But yeah, if you'd like a visual, she's a Boston Terrier. And um, she's adorable. And she's really cute. And kind she's of really lean. She's very like, she's Mus- not chunky. Like muscle. Yeah. Yeah, if you pick her up, she's pretty heavy. Huh. Um, she's like thick. That's what my brother says. My brother calls her like a muscle because she's like, yeah, I yeah. don't know. Not fat, but she's definitely got, I don't know. Maybe she takes after me, but not really. Lean, yeah, <laughs> for sure. Yeah, yeah. Lean. Why not? Well, you know that it's funny that you say that because I was actually just thinking. I um, actually wait. I'll get. I'll get into that later. Mm-hmm. First, tell me a little bit about yourself, your background, and what kind of got you into fitness. Because I know you weren't. Yeah, it's weird. Really so it's into kind it. of we were talking about this a little bit. So I've kind of I've been an athlete my whole life. Yeah. Like I played softball as a dancer. I did basketball. What kind of dance? Uh, hip hop kids. <coughs> no way. Yeah, uh, I still have the spray painted overalls. So if anybody was a hip hop kid, they know exactly what I was talking about. Nice. Um, That's awesome. So I did softball, and then I went off to Ohio State for college, and it was the first time I didn't have anyone telling me what to do. As far as like the gym or working out, because you always had coaches, right? Or whatever. I was part of a group sport, you know, and team yeah. sports. And so I get to college; it's cold. You have to walk or bus to the gym, mm. um, and it was just something I was like, "Guess I'm not working out." Yeah. And pretty much for three or four years, didn't work out, which is crazy because now I work out six days a week. For sure. So I came back from college, moved back in with my parents. Hold on, wait, time out, time out. How cold does it get in Ohio, like in Ohio State? I mean, I saw weather in the teens and 20s and sometimes in the zeros. Uh, not 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 a ton in, like, the zeros. Um, the teens is not as cold. Co- I know, it's not no. as... Yeah, it's it's cold. More than anything, it was the gray. It gets pitch black at 530. Oh, uh, yeah, no. and then in, like, April, May, that whole April showers bring May flowers yeah. is very real. It's, like, a very cold gray rain. It's not like here in Miami where it kind of rains for 15 minutes really hard and then it's hot and sunny and the sun, it's yeah, like yeah. gray all day and it rains and it's cold and how did you like how did you cope with that <sighs> being from down here I, I don't know i kind of i loved ohio state my first semester not so much um it was a really big change in culture shock okay um everybody down here in miami is 
half Hispanic, is Jewish, is some kind <laughs> of culture. True. I go to Ohio State, everybody's white. Everyone's they the assume same. I'm Mexican because I'm Hispanic. <laughs> uh, it was really different, but it took a good semester. And then afterwards, I was like, I love it. Now I go back all the time. But I don't know. I loved like fall is great with the football and leaves and like winter is fine. But like by like in January, like by, I don't know, February, March, you're just over it. For sure. I mean, you just kind of dealt with it. Part of it was like, I always knew I could come back home. Like I came back home for winter break. I came back for spring break. So that was always nice. Um, I I mean, I loved Ohio. I loved it, but it's just cold. Um, Yeah. It made it worth it. Like in the fall and the summer, like especially in the summer would be hot during the day and like at nice, like at night it'd be kind of cool. Whereas here it's just like you go outside during the night and it's like mosquitoes and sweat. Yeah. (laughs) It's hot and muggy. So, um, so yeah, I don't know. I just, I knew it wasn't going to be forever, I guess. Um, that's how I dealt with it and then I came back from college and I don't know what got me back into working out my parents live right down the street from YMCA so I think that helped and then Orange Theory was getting popular yeah so I did that for a little bit then my husband and I were uh we moved in together after we got engaged and right down the street was CrossFit Coconut Grove yeah which is what you call Train 8 9 now yeah yeah um and that was my first CrossFit gym and I started it not because I wanted to do CrossFit or anything it was I worked in morning radio at the time, and classes at 5.30 p.m. was just too late because by the time I get back, I'd shower and eat dinner. Mm-hmm. It was like, I needed to be in bed. So they offered mm-hmm. a 4, like a 4.15 class. Okay, yeah. And I was like, oh, that'll work. I'll try that. Tried it. About five, six months in, I'm like, wow, I'm obsessed. Yeah. I uh, was watching regionals on TV, like uh, streaming yeah. it on YouTube. Caught the bug. Yeah, and then that, that August, I did my first competition like eight months in. And next thing you know, now I'm about to celebrate four years, and I'm still very yeah, much in the awesome. honeymoon phase where, like, I love CrossFit. Yeah. Some people have been doing it for a long time. I'm only four years in, so I feel like I'm still like, <gasps> I love it. You know, I got my L1. But four years is a pretty long time. Like, yeah, but in Miami terms, a lot of people down here have been doing it for. Well, yeah, it's like 2010 or something. Right. Like that. Exactly. Yeah, yeah. Like, I feel like I'm still pretty new to it in that sense that it's only four years. Yeah. You know? I got um, you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, like, one of my coaches is like, I went to regionals, like, way back in the day. I'm like, that's insane. So, just kind of, like, I feel like I'm still new to it. Which yeah. Is, I don't know, maybe why I still love it. But now it's my career. So. Cause, and because what are you doing now? So, you went from radio, uh-huh. right? To. Yeah, nothing. Nothing. You were just so, like. I was studying, so I, I took my NASM CPT, which is the National Academy of Sports Medicine Certified Personal Trainer. Mm-hmm. I wanted to get a certificate where I, if I were to walk into a Barry's Boot Camp or Orange Theory or something like that, I could have the credential. Whereas, unfortunately, with the CrossFit L1, you walk in somewhere and I'm like, all right, cool. Unless this is a CrossFit gym, like this doesn't really work here. Yeah, yeah. So I studied for six months, the first time in seven years, which was really hard. Was it weird? You like getting used to oh i like had mental breakdowns i had dreams i failed the exam oh Oh, yeah it was bad it was really bad because studying for the first time in seven years teaching myself i have no teacher it's like they send you this huge textbook and they go cool you have six months good luck i'm learning how the heart works i'm learning what muscles are called like by myself because you didn't come from any kind of like no i got my degree in journalism Journalism. And you don't have to take like anatomy and physiology no, or none no. of that stuff. No basics. Nada. No chemistry, no biology. No. Shit in high Bio school, but you forget. Like that's it. Like, yeah, you forget that I, stuff. I literally had to learn what the gastroc and the soleus muscles were. Like I did not know these things. Yeah, yeah. And for people out there who don't know, those are part of your calves. Yeah. Like, you know what I mean? Like, it's just, it was really hard. I, I'm telling you, I would freak out. I freaked out. I was like, I don't know if I'm ready. Um, thankfully I had a really good support system. My husband would help me, like he would quiz me. Oh, that's uh, awesome. Yeah, that's friends good. let me do like the overhead squat assessment on them. Um, so finally, like literally like 10 days before that you have like 180 days to take the exam, mm-hmm. I like signed up and took it. Um, passed. And I passed. It. And yeah. it was like, I started crying. Because <laughs> they, <laughs> they like print out the result like 10 minutes later and hand you a sheet of paper. Yeah. So like the lady handed it to me and it like fell on the ground. I was like, oh my God. You saw congratulations. Yeah, I just saw congratulations and I fell. Like, <laughs> fell on my knees. I was like, no. Um, so, That's so awesome. Yeah, it was a really big accomplishment because um, it wasn't an easy exam. Yeah. Um, and so I did it. And now I co- I've been coaching since May. Cool. I got my L1 in July just because I love CrossFit and wanted that. And it was yeah, here, yeah. you know, like, why not get it? Sure. Um, and I haven't looked back. I don't miss waking up at 3.55 in the morning. 
did that for four years. Yeah. Um, I have so much more flexibility in my life now. You know, going to bed at 8.39 wasn't easy. Like, I felt like I missed out on a lot. I didn't see my husband very much, like, during the week. It was hard. Yeah, yeah. Now I, I, now I have a way better life. So it's nice. Why fitness? It changed my life. How? Uh, I don't, I just, I feel like there's a couple ways to be, feel good about yourself and feel confident. And I think two of the ways are the gym and doing things for other people. You feel good about for your, other people. Yes, you like when you do stuff for other people, don't you feel good? Yeah. Right. And no when doubt. you go to the gym, you feel good. It gives you confidence. Yeah. I grew up <laughs> like always. Like I said, I played sports, but I was always like very skinny and just small. Like I didn't. My goal when I started CrossFit was to be able to do one strict pull up. I didn't come into it with some weightlifting background or gymnastics background. I'm not like some incredible athlete or like. Do you know what I mean? Like I didn't come into CrossFit. I don't want to say like advantages because those people worked hard for those things with gymnastics. Like, but having the back, like I have an advantage in CrossFit when there's a running wall. Right. The only advantages I have is like I'm athletic, so like burpees, box jumps, like those things I understood. There's some people who like aren't very good at that or scared to do box jumps. Like those things are like fine. Yeah. But like you know, getting my first pull up and getting my first handstand push up and doing my first rope climb are all things I remember, and so. I want to help other people achieve those things, especially since I feel like I don't necessarily look a certain way. I'm very like slender. So like I want to inspire other females and other people like that you can do it because I did it. Like I have videos of me like squat cleaning 85 pounds and struggling, you know, like I was there. I want to help you because I used to be there. And it's like, I think that's also the advantage of the fact that I've only been doing it for four years. Some people have been doing it for so long that they forgot what that was like in the beginning. Mm. Like, I remember the first time front squatting and thinking my wrists were going to rip off. Because how uncomfortable that position is to hold the bar. And so it always makes me laugh when I have athletes that are like, oh, coach, I can't. It hurts. I'm like, no, we'll get there. You'll just, it it feels weird right now, but you'll get over it over time. Like, so that's why I want to, I love the gym and I love, I feel like people go to the gym to forget about the rest of their day mm. and I want to help make the gym the best hour of your day. Okay. Um, and so that's why. And it's like, also I loved being in the gym. So it just kind of made sense like yeah. to have a job that paid me to be in the gym. For sure. <laughs> you yeah. know? No, without so, a doubt. Of course. Yeah. And do you think that you see, hold on, let me, let me rephrase that. Would you prefer like the, one-on-one mm-hmm. approach or mm-hmm. not what do you do you prefer one-on-one approach or like the group class setting like as far as a teacher so all personal trainers will tell you and they're lying if they're not um <laughs> they prefer one-on-one because it's more money obviously yeah but i personally i mean it's great to be paid for the one hour much more than i'm paid for a group class sure but the i hate programming so like I dread like having a program for people, which is like my least favorite part of personal training. Yeah. But I like hanging out and talking to you and training you for an hour and seeing your progress. For sure. That's the advantage of the group class. Someone else programmed, I show up and I tell you what to do. And I love people. So I feed off energy. Yeah. So I like the group class. I like the yelling and the and the loud music and let's go, you know? So there's pros and cons to both. Because like I have one client, Mike, who we've been doing it for like 12, 13 weeks now. And the other day we did some barbell hip thrusts and I got up to like 145 pounds. And I still remember the first day I had him do it at like 45 pounds. Yeah. And his entire body was shivering. And he was like, what is this? You know? <laughs> and so you, it's cool like to see that progress like individually. Um, and of course money, right? You get paid more. But yeah. I like the group classes. Like I think eventually I would like to try for something like a Barry's boot camp or something like that. Because to teach I, that. Yeah, because I love that, like, yeah, like, yeah, let's go. Awesome. And, yeah, and yeah, like yeah. I said, like, you, you, I feed off that. Like, someone once asked me a really interesting question, like, do you get energy by being alone or by being with people? And it took me a while, and I was like, I think I get energy from people. Mm. Like, because I need my alone time to kind of recharge and hang out, and, like, I need that. Yeah. But if I'm alone for too long, I start to get, like, mopey and sad, and I'm like, meh. Yeah, so like yeah, I get yeah. to the gym and I see people, I'm like, oh my god, hey everybody! Like, <laughs> so I like I like the group classes. 
you know, that's that. I, I think I prefer those. Yeah. I, don't, I don't prefer them, but they're fun. Yeah. Way, you know. Well, yeah. From like a fun standpoint, I mean, yeah. I, I like, kind of like what I was telling you before I even started recording is that I have a background in sports right. and always being active from when I was in elementary yeah, school. Yeah, you like wake up for fun that. at like four thirty, which yeah. is crazy. I just. I don't know. I love it. I like it. I, I always tell people if I didn't have, I enjoy these things, but if I didn't have to shower uh-huh. or like brush my teeth or those things, and again, I floss, yeah. I shower every yeah. day, yeah. all those things. But if I didn't have to, and just even other things that I just can't think of right now, I'm not going to say eating because I love eating. Me too. Um, but I'm just like, man, I feel like there's so much that I could be doing. Even if I could just be like working out, even if I had already worked out, I just like, doing stuff and like you i get energy from people also yeah. mm-hmm. again don't get me wrong i love my alone yeah, I time, need my alone time. time it's important right. right i have to be able to to sit with my thoughts and with myself mm-hmm. and whatever but when i'm around people especially people that like that have good energy that can be like right. reciprocated you know what i mean it's just like wow you know yeah i, I love this right um it can also be exhausting Oh, yeah. So if people depend on you as the source of energy, yes, which is something that people don't understand. Yeah. Because like when I was in radio, I only worked from five to ten a.m. Right, and I was home at ten thirty, eleven every day. But I'm on for five hours. It's five hours of hey God, ah, like no matter what's going on in my day, I've got to be in a good mood. And you know, like yesterday, perfect example. I technically only worked three hours. I had a client in the morning, and I taught five thirty, six thirty p.m., which is only three hours, yeah. but it's three hours of me smiling from ear to ear and yep. being like, here we go. Being the encourager. And yes, and that, when I get in the car, let me tell you, the radio goes down and, I, and it is a quiet 15-minute drive home because yeah. I am just, t- I'm exhausted. And um, I think that's what people don't realize because you come to the gym for an hour, but you don't think about the fact that coach has been there the hour before, an hour after, mm-hmm. coaching the same BS yep, and seeing same the thing. same movements. Yeah, yeah. So it's, I think that's hard sometimes too. Like, and it can it can build up. It could build up that feeling of man, I'm doing this class again or whatever. Right. But when you're there doing it, you love it. Yeah. Like you see the people like accomplishing things. Yeah. Like, well, this person never did a muscle up or something. And like, it's funny because listen, I love my husband. He's super, super supportive. But sometimes I feel bad complaining to him about how tired I am from like coaching three classes back to back. Yeah. Because this guy gets up, drives to Weston every day, sits at a desk, and works in finance and drives back. Yeah. So like his life isn't isn't you know sunshine and rainbows either. <laughs> but he also has to remember that while he's gone, I'm going to Publix and doing laundry and I meal prepped and then I went and taught three classes. Like for sure, it's hard. Yeah. It's uh. There's you know? a lot going on with uh, with every, everyone has their their part to do. Right. right. And everything that we do has some type of uh, gratification and level of exhaustion. Yeah, energy, yeah. So being able to motivate either someone one-on-one or in a class, the I think the selfishness behind that as us, as like their coach or trainer, is uh, I think it's a, a high level of selfishness because it feels so damn good to see them like accomplish things. And, you know, you hear like, what selfishness, but it's like, a part of what we do, most of what we do is because it feels so good to help somebody. Well, that's where I think confidence comes from. Yeah. Yeah. You're yeah. helping somebody. Yeah. Um, like yesterday, a girl in my class, Bianca, like she was... Shout out to Bianca. Yeah, squat cleaning like 95 pounds. Nice. I'm like, Bianca, you just started CrossFit not too long ago. I'm like, that's really impressive. Yeah. She's like, really? I'm like, yes. Yeah, Like, yeah. write that shit down. Embrace it. Like, you're strong. That's so great. And sometimes they look at me like I'm crazy when I get excited for them. Yeah. And I'm like, you guys, like, you don't understand how great this is. They like, don't. They don't realize you know, it. You know, like, today, Virgil, this morning, like, I remember, like, when he started. And this guy's, like, stringing together a couple, couple kipping pull-ups. You know? And he's, like, slowly but surely getting there after months. I'm like... Virgil, that's so like that's so impressive. Like, <laughs> do you understand? Like you're already by stepping into this gym more fit than most people, yeah. and then now you're you've got a skill that most people will never have, yep. and you're gonna get efficient at it. Like that's so exciting. Like yeah. you know, and so they kind of look at me like, all right, coach, chill. Like, I'm, like, <laughs> I'm like, no, this is so good. You know, I get all excited. They don't realize it. Though. No, 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 they don't see it. But it's also 
your responsibility to be a yeah. cheerleader for them because yes. it's like shit they need that person to show them like yo yeah. this is your progress you you started right. this journey mm -hmm. imagine like walking from here to weston yeah. Like what? Walking. You got to start with one fucking foot in front of the other. Right. You just got to get there, dude. Now you're doing squat cleans at 95 pounds and kicking yeah. pull-ups. Like, yeah. damn. It's impressive. That makes me proud. Good. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. No, you can definitely tell there's uh, there's passion mm -hmm. when you talk about it. Um, what do you think is one of or some of the challenges as a coach? Like what challenges do you see working with your people one-on-one? -on -one? Like, what do you think? Perception and mobility. Okay. So, one, the perception that CrossFit, you need to be fit to start. And so I always use the analogy, do you need to get your life in order before you go to church? Yeah. No. You just go to church, right? All right, so just come to CrossFit. Granted, mm -hmm. you have to take fundamentals and learn certain movements. But sure. you don't need to be a certain level to come take my class. Yeah. Like, you can't do something, we'll work around it, we'll modify. Like, you're going to get a workout in. And so that's, I think... The perception, I think it's started to change now a little bit. I think at the beginning it was like, for the elite athlete. Yeah. And now it's like, I got random people from all over the map. Just and, trying to work out. Yeah, trying to work out. Just trying to sweat for an hour. Yeah. You know, and so um, I think that's one of the things I like about being a female coach. I think it makes other women want to do it. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> whereas, like, if, you, if you're a girl, some girls can be a little intimidated by that or, they, you know, they're less likely to do it. And then the second one's just mobility. I can't tell you how many men especially will come in and be like, oh, I can't hold the barbell in the front rack and I can't do an overhead squat. Yeah. And then they think coming to me for an hour, maybe two or four times a week is going to fix it. No, you have got to do work on your own. Yeah. And that's, I think, the hard part because not everyone's going to be dedicated. Some people are just coming for an hour and I have to realize like, even when I was in coaching, I was staying after class and working on things. I was working on double unders. I was working on this. I was doing extra work. Yeah. And not everybody's like that or has sure. the time. It makes it the priority. So I have to realize that too. But it's like, like, dude, at what point are you going to stop coming to class and telling me you can't hold something in the front rack position? Okay, let's let's do some let's do some stretches and drills and fix that. Yeah. Rather than just being like, I can't hold the bar like yeah, that. Yeah, yeah. And I'm like, okay, so how do we? Get you there. And that, so that's the part. Because it's like, I want to help, but I can't help you if you don't want to help yourself or do the extra work. Yeah. So those are the two things I would say, probably. I think that uh, uh, just like with, you know, nutrition and anything that has to do with our, our health and our life and our livelihood mm -hmm. and feeling good. Um, people don't make it a priority. Well, that's one thing because I, I always tell people, I'm like, yo, look, you... My biggest issue is when, when, and again, people can do whatever, you can do whatever you want. As long as you're not hurting somebody. Yeah. If you want to sit there and hurt yourself, that's on you. Yeah. Don't hurt somebody else. My thing is when people complain about something, like you're saying, my guy that can't get in a front rack position. All right. Do something about it. Yes. Right? You it know? That's the part <coughs> that drives me crazy. So, and that's not even in the gym, like anything in general. Well, you know something, sure. but you don't complain about it. I mean, all you do is complain and you don't do anything about it. That's cool. Yeah, like fix it. Exactly. I'm and, a doer. Go, and, goddamn, do it. <laughs> you're obviously passionate about that. Yes. I um. And, I don't like people who are like their own like martyr and feel bad for themselves. Yeah. Do you know, like, yeah, come yeah. on. Yeah. We all, about we it. all, and it's also like, well, this is hard and life is hard. Everybody has shit, man. It's like, true. I, I don't know if that's because my dad is just like no pity badass. My dad's even worse than I am. Yeah. Like I'll watch, I used to watch The Biggest Loser okay. all the time. And I used to like watch it and love it and cry. My dad would walk by the TV. He's like, just quit fucking eating cheeseburgers. I'm like, oh, there okay. You go. I'm like, Very black and white. I'm like, I, and it's funny because like <laughs> he's right on some level, but on another level, these people obviously have other issues, which is how, that's our dog. <laughs> um, these people obviously have other issues, you know, that got them to be that overweight. That Without a doubt. Worked out, right? Without you know, like worked on. So, but it's like, that's my dad. My dad's very like, Okay, cool. Life's hard. Fucking suck it up and do something about it. Yeah. Like, his mom died when he was five. He wasn't allowed to go to her funeral. He was shipped off to military school. He was too poor to go to Georgetown, so he went to Ohio State and they got a full ride to University of Michigan. No. My dad is not a product of like the shit that was dealt to him. He just did. Yeah. You know, and I think, I mean, my life has not been hard compared to that. Sure, and, yeah. And I've had a very good life. Yeah, yeah. So, like, when people complain, I'm like, 
what was you? Let's do something. Like, <laughs> yeah, you have no freaking idea. Right. Yeah. So, no, I'm all about that. Yeah. I um, it's it's interesting because I and this can be on on so many different topics. Just I think it was last night. No, I think it was this morning. I posted something. You've been on, awake for so long. You don't even know. <laughs> I'm I'm like damn. Was, was when did I post this freaking yeah. thing? Like Instagram is a blur. Yeah. I posted something about um the word bitch. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> and oh, I saw that. So, about how you don't think women should call each other that. Yeah, and I'm like, and this is obviously this is my opinion. Yeah. Right. And at the same time, the way that I see this, in my head, uh, sometimes I have a really hard time explaining myself because I'm just like, I think of so much shit that I'm just like all <laughs> over. But it's like, for and this has nothing to do with fitness. If anything, it's maybe like self-development and yeah. all of that. Mm-hmm. But And I totally get it. Hey, bitch. Oh, bitch. Whatever. Like, I, yeah. I, I get it. I understand how that <laughs> word gets used. But at the same time, it's like, okay, let's let's think about this. Like, if it's okay to use the word bitch, and again, I'm being very like to mm-hmm. the point of just the word in, white, by itself, yeah. black and white. If a guy calls you that, it's not going to be cool. No, like but zero. I think, but I think a lot of that has to come back. Context. Well, yeah, and it's where it's coming from. Sure, without like, a doubt. But another I, female calling me a bitch <coughs> and be like, bitch, you look good, is different than me like quipping a fucking bitch. Yeah. Even if it's coming from a girl, Agreed. it's rough. Agreed. You call me Evelyn quipping a bitch and you're not saying it in the sense that the girl was saying it, it's still going to sound worse. Because it's like, you don't get that choice to call me that. Correct. And, like, and why, why, why do you, and you can't take that word away from me. And I and I agree. You know? I agree with the the fact that you got to know like, who says it and who right. who do you say it to. It's the argument with the N-word. Well, correct. Right. But now, and, and as somebody actually commented on my thing, and they were saying that, well, you know, the word bitch just means female. Um, and I'm like, you know, why, don't, why don't you use other words? Like, for example, like the word queen. Yeah. And then they were like, you know, and kings and queens, like, were responsible for the killing of so okay, many people. Okay, I don't have time for your <laughs> sensitivity. Like, well, it's just a word. Exactly. Yeah. And again, the point of me saying that was, like, raise awareness on... And I don't, I don't necessarily agree with the word bitch being thrown around. There's actually a really good song and it's called Bitch Bad by Lupe Fiasco. Okay. And he goes into like double and like triple entendres of a kid growing up hearing his mom call herself a bitch and bitch on the video and a girl hearing the word bitch thrown around like, oh yeah, I'm a bad bitch and whatever. And then those two kids meet and they have different perceptions of what the word bitch means. Right. but the point of me bringing that up was that I think that it's important to be aware of the shit that we say mm-hmm. and like how we carry ourselves and whatnot. Now, at the end of the day, I have a problem with that. With what? <laughs> Excuse um, me. I kind of lack a filter. Gotcha. And it and it can it doesn't do me any favors, especially as a woman. Gotcha. And I don't do it to like I don't know why I'm like this. Honestly, I just am like it's. But I also don't think that it's necessarily a bad thing, and like it, it is. It can be bad because sure. people that don't know me um, can see me as like aggressive or intense. Yeah. yeah. And <clears throat> that would be fine if I was a guy, but because I'm a girl, it's like oh. And then because I kind of carry myself with confidence, mm-hmm. and not necessarily like walk around thinking I'm beautiful and the shit. Yeah. I just was raised. Confident, Believe like my yourself, well, yeah, my mom and dad. Every time I leave the house, be like, oh my god, you look so good. No one's gonna look better than you at the party. Where are you going? Like that's how my parents talk to me all the time. Yeah. So they kind of raised me that way. And I, I mean, granted, I'm a normal kid who dealt with middle school and high school bullying. Like I didn't, like you know what I mean. Like I'm not walking around like I said, thinking I'm like top one percent of anything in the mm-hmm. world. But I do like myself, and I think if you like yourself, especially as a woman, it can be like oh. So she's like that. Yeah. And it's like, I walk into a room and I don't assess the situation and kind of figure it out. I kind of just like throw myself into it and yeah. I like just make myself at home. But you just are who you are kind of thing. But people don't like that. Sure. And I can, I can see that. But I think at the same time, as long as you are not hurting someone. And now if someone is hurt themselves because of how you are, that's on them. Right. Like 100% And that's what I have to remind myself. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like... But it's like, it's also kind of frustrating because part of it is because I am a girl. 
Yeah, I can see that you for know, sure. Because I because I curse and because I walk into a room, I'm like, what up, people? Yeah. And they're like, who is this girl? And even if you, in that scenario, going back to the bitch where you're like, what up, bitches? Like, yeah. I get it. And listen, I say that shit too. Don't get me wrong. <laughs> my, my post was almost like just really bringing awareness to something because it's kind of like we have to keep in mind what we complain about. Yeah. Right? Yeah. So it's almost like... If you're going to be throwing the word around very nonchalant, yeah. then, and again, I understand context at the same right. time, but it's like, let's be aware of what we're saying and how we're saying it yeah. and what maybe subconsciously we're kind of telling ourselves or maybe other people. That's the whole purpose of right. that. And the reason I'm saying this now is coming back to complaining. Right. Do you have the right to complain? Yes. Anyone and everyone can do and say yeah. whatever Sometimes they want. Sometimes you just want to. Sometimes I don't sure. want you to fix it. <laughs> You know, well, I yeah. just want to complain. I don't need you to give me an answer and tell me how to fix something. I just want to... You're just venting. I just, I just want to bitch. Yeah. <laughs> now, and that's perfectly fine. Right. But just like what we were saying before is you got to do something about it. Mm-hmm. Like, or, or you should do something about it. If you're going to complain about something, do something about it, right? Mm-hmm. Um, so now, with all that being said, what do you think is... What do you think stops people like your clients or the members of the gym mm. that you that you train or coach at shout out the society and break all what's the full name of the gym society and barbell fitness S- society and barbell fitness yep. okay shout out to S- society and barbell fitness yeah. or you can just call them society or you can just call them society i love it there they treat me really well and i feel appreciated which is nice that's awesome yeah that's good i actually i feel that way at a uh, at train eight nine. Oh, good it's really that's cool. a good feeling yeah 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 it's cool uh, I also feel that way uh, over at Peak. Oh, uh, I think it's nice to feel that way. Yeah, it's, it's nice to feel appreciated. It and, is. Like, welcome. It really is, you know. But I think some of that also comes down to personality. Yeah. Like, for example, what we do to give a certain image of ourselves. Like, how do people perceive mm-hmm. us, right? Because then they'll treat us based on how they perceive us, you know. Um, so, what do you think is like what what really stops people? from getting to their goal. And it could be as, as black and white as like, oh, they're just eating like shit. Or it could be something more down the lines of like... It's work. Okay, how it's, so? What do you mean? Uh, just people don't want to put in the work. You really and think I, that's like the biggest thing? 100%. And I've been guilty of that. I've, I know I haven't eaten perfect because I just know to eat perfect and be better, I have to put in more work and I just don't feel like it. Mm-hmm. Same thing with coming to the gym consistently and getting better sleep and eating better requires more work and you have to be willing to do the work um and i i think part of it too is people want easy shortcuts um you'll appreciate this someone the other day um after class she was a new girl was like so evelyn what kind of diet is recommended for someone who does crossfit Mm. and so you know i try to stay pretty neutral on these responses yeah one i'm not a dietitian two like there's no perfect answer sure so I look at her, I'm like, the best thing that's worked for me is I was like, I use the app MyFitnessPal and I plug in everything I eat. Mm-hmm. I was like, because then I can see if I'm eating too much sodium, if I'm not eating enough protein. I was like, it just keeps me in check and I've learned what amount of food like to eat and stuff like that. And she was like, well, like paleo, like she, she was not listening to me. Sure. She just wanted a quick answer. Yep. And I was like, no, I eat a lot of carbs. Like carbs aren't the enemy. Yeah. And I was like, what do you eat after your workout? She's like, well... I'll have, you know, like protein and some veggies. I'm like, do you have any carbs? She's like, no, I don't like eat carbs after like 4 p.m. I'm like, "Ah." (laughs) so again, I'm like trying to stay neutral. One, I didn't want to point out that veggies are carbs because, you know, God forbid. But two, I looked at her, I was like, you do realize that calories don't have like a clock on them. She was like, what? I was like, if you eat an ice cream sandwich at 12 p.m. or at 6 p.m., it's still going to be the same amount of calories and carbs, no yep. matter what time you eat it. And she kind of just stared at me. And then she's like, okay, thanks, bye. Mind blown. And I was like, but you could tell it's not the answer she wanted. Because she For wanted sure. a quick answer. Of course. How? She wanted keto. She wanted to hear keto. Well, not even that. Because keto, as much as I hate intermittent fasting and keto and all that stuff, that still requires work. For sure. Which is why I think people who do those things and see results think it's the best thing ever. Because you've never put in that amount of work into anything else you've done. Yeah, or you're and just any other doing, diet. Or you were doing something so terribly right, right. bad. So that, that's right. why it's working for you because yeah. you changed and are doing something and you get dedicated to it. So at the end of the day, people don't want to put in work. Yeah. That's what it is. Yeah, yeah. I mean, what do you think? 
I think that uh, that's a large part of it. Mm -hmm. um, I also think that there's so much psychology that goes into it that we don't consider. Yeah. So that's why when I work with people, and even when I do like group seminars or lectures and those things, yeah. Um, I I bring up a point that's like, well, think about how you were brought up, you know. And I use myself as an example. Eat everything on your plate or else. Yeah. That was one thing. So now that's like, you don't think about that shit. You don't think about like, oh, damn, like, yeah, I have to eat. You just know I got to eat everything on my plate. Yeah. And here you are, 30-something years old or whatever, and or 50-something years old. And you don't old. know anything about portion control. Zero, right? It's just eat everything that's on the plate, whatever is served to me. Um, well, and also changing how you eat hard, too. Like, I grew up eating whatever I wanted. Like, I, my dad would pack my lunch, and it was, like, Lunchables with cake roll, okay. yogurt, string cheese, sun-kissed, like, cookie, bag of chips. Like, yeah. I was not raised on a healthy diet, and I'm very lucky that I was, like, literally so skinny my whole life. And athletic. Yeah, but, I mean, I really was, like, a string bean growing up. Yeah. Whereas, like, my husband, his family didn't keep soda in the house, and guess what? He got fat in high school because every time he go to his friend's house, all they would do is drink soda in the basement. Yeah. When they play video games. Yeah, yeah. So, so it's just interesting, like how that plays into it too. Sure. You know. Yeah, that's a that's a really big a big part of of everything. I do think that it's a matter of not. I think this is the main thing: a matter of not knowing exactly what it is that we want, and then, like you said, not willing like to put in the work. Because it is going to be work. There. <coughs> without you know, a doubt it's gonna be work because think about it wake up go to the gym mm -hmm. right if I ask somebody if I ask somebody you know why why don't you exercise you know I like exercising but whatever reason they give yes. me right X, Y, and Z or A, A to Z reason right um, now if I ask them well why do you go to work oh duh Oops, I got bills to pay okay and why my favorites i don't have time oh yeah that that's, no, if you got time for that, game of thrones you got time that's exactly my no that's my favorite and i'm like oh do you i'm like do you watch this tv show i don't have time no no it's just not how you choose to spend your time because you have the time yeah you know what i mean like you literally have the time but that's just not how you choose to spend your time yeah like it happens all i hate when people use that as like a superiority like let me gratify how busy like i am yeah like, like, oh, no, I just don't have time. I don't have time to watch how to read that book or do it. No, you're a liar. You <laughs> choose to spend your time. You're choosing to do other things. That's yes. what it is. Right. Uh, and that, that makes me think of uh, something that I'll tell people often that I say we live in a society that glorifies being busy. Yes. You think Stop the glorification <laughs> of busy. <laughs> you, you think you're not busy better busy. than me because you're so busy. Correct. And if, you, if busy means like um, at work... Half of the time you're at work, you're on Instagram anyway. Uh, like, really? How busy are you? Like, how much time do you not have? Um, but anyway, I digress. Um, I think that if we, if we know exactly what it is that we want to achieve and why we want to... So it's not just like... Like, looking good is never a good enough reason to lose weight. Should it be a part of your reasons? Well, that falls on you. Is there anything wrong with wanting to look good? Absolutely not. I don't think so because at the at end all. of the day, if it makes you feel better and it gives you self-confidence, then it's a plus for right. sure. But whenever we're doing things, and this is, I mean, I've seen this, I've seen so many of these kinds of people and whenever the goal is tied to looking like this for this. this event, graduation, spring wedding, break. spring break, Halloween. you name it, yeah. all these different things, whatever, you know, if you're going to be showing or flaunting the body. And again, there's nothing wrong with wanting to look a certain way. But if your goal is strictly tied to that, the chances of you sticking to whatever it is, it, yeah. is going to be, is it impossible? No. Is no. it likely? Not really no. either. Now, if you tie that goal into, I just had a heart attack. Yeah. Or my best friend just had a heart attack. Yeah. Or so-and-so from the family just got diagnosed with diabetes. Like, unfortunately, it has to be, like, such a life-threatening thing. And even then, right. it's still not enough. And yeah. I've seen I've seen countless patients of mine right. that they were motivated, they were doing great. And then, I don't know, give them from 
six months to 18 months down the line and then we're going backwards again you know right. a lot of it really is what you said about about being able to put in the work I mean because I'm guilty of that I mean in, in July I started like dialing in my nutrition a lot more yeah and eating better and got some help but part of it before that is like I wasn't ready to jump in and do the work because I knew it was going to be a lot of work. And yeah. now I'm just mad I didn't start before. Sure. You know? Yeah, yeah. But that's that's what it is, is the work. I yeah. mean, I was telling you earlier, I didn't feel like, I don't feel like going to the gym today. But if I go, I know I'm going to feel better that I put in the work. And then I'm closer to that. accomplishing my goal. So it's, I, I, I can't just sit here at home and be sad that my biceps aren't bigger and my butt's not bigger. Yeah. I got to go do something about it and put in the work. Like... And you recognize that. Right. Right. And other people might recognize it at right. like face value. Right. But you like intrinsically, you know, like, fuck, I got to do this because yeah, of that. Right. It doesn't mean that I always do it. Yeah. No. And that's <laughs> you know? okay too. Right. There's nothing wrong with that. People think that I eat perfect, whatever the hell that means. Right. And I'm like, the first thing I tell people when we work together, I'm like, yo, listen, I'm all about pizza and Oreos. Like, we associate that as being bad food. They're just right. higher caloric food and they taste fucking good, so you want to eat more of it. Right. But I'm For like, me, it's about balance. Yeah, at the end of the day. I, I mean, if you're the type of person that can be really great all the time, and there are people out there like that who are just like, <coughs> there's a, a perfect example. There's a uh, coach of mine, Jim Silvio, who's 50 and is shredded. Yeah. I mean, he's competed for years doing like bodybuilding bikini contests. Like, he's just like programmed that way. And he was telling me about, he's like, you should do like a bikini comp. And I was like, no, I don't really want to miss my period and put mustard on eggs. <laughs> I don't think that's sustainable. Yeah. Like I want an 85, 90% balance where like tonight if Mike wants to go out to eat, cool, let's do it. But I had a really good breakfast and lunch today and I'm consistent most of the time. And I yeah. think that too is like helped because like we went to Peru for 12 days. People were, That's like, so awesome. per, people were like, are you going to, like, what are you going to do? Someone asked me, I think it was my sister-in-law, I'm like, what are you going to do about your diet when you're there? I'm like, nothing, I'm on vacation. Yeah, fuck Because it. if I've built a foundation on consistency, then I know I can get back to it, and I have the keys to get back to it when I get back. Yeah. Whereas, like, before, when I was so yo-yo with everything, like, sometimes I'd eat well and not, and da-da-da, and I wasn't eating as well as I am now then maybe 12 days off would make me feel like, oh my God, I'm not, you know, I'm going to fall off the wagon. I'm going to feel guilty. Whereas in Peru, I knew that when I came back, take a week or two, yeah. but I get back to it. Better you know? relationship. Right. And yeah, that's, yeah. I think, what I want. Like, I don't want to just look good for a day in a bikini on a stage. Yeah. I want to feel good, like, consistently all the time. And granted, I know that if I didn't eat cookie dough after dinner, maybe I would have better abs. But I just really like cookie dough, <laughs> you know. So balance, man, balance. If I, I like was willing that. to give it up, I knew I I could. But I like I like coming home yeah. from coaching, eating you cookie like dough. You like, you like you what know? you like. That's it. How uh, seeing it firsthand? How important do you think nutrition is? Oh my god, <laughs> life changing. Yeah. Life changing, honestly. Um, part of it. So I I come from a. A different perspective so most people might who want like to get into nutrition or need help or come to you are probably poor eaters or overweight I was super active and under eating yeah uh, I was only eating like 1800 18 1900 calories a day which is still a fair a fair amount right but if but I'm training two hours a day uh, <laughs> on my feet coaching for multiple hours yeah I probably need to be eating more yeah so in July I got help and it honestly changed everything because looking at food and tracking it, and now I'm almost up to about 2,500 calories a day. Yeah. I've lost weight. I've leaned out. I'm stronger. I'm faster. I feel like I'm recovering quicker. It's just crazy. I eat better. Yeah. Uh, I crave healthier foods. You know. Crazy like, how that works, huh? Yeah, it's weird. And I'm not. And I'm not perfect. Listen, I'm not the type of person who's like eating like chicken just and broccoli by itself. Like I, I. I have to still have rice. You have rice? I have no. rice like twice a day. Oh my God, you, you know? sinner. And I'm not perfect. Like, <laughs> there's some people who can just, there are those people like, um, who think like, I posted this the other day. If you eat raspberries and blueberries and you call that your dessert after dinner, there's a good chance I hate you. <laughs> because that's not my palate. To me, that is a forced conscious snack that I eat because I know it's good for me. Yeah. I don't, I, like I said earlier, I don't have that palate that I was raised where, 
those are like, oh my God, that's my dessert. No, yeah. my dessert's my cookie dough. Yeah, like, Oreos. I'm not perfect, um, but it's made such a difference. I, I look better. I feel better. Like, um, it just, it's crazy. Like, it's it's a total game changer. Yeah. And I just wish I had started sooner. Like, yeah, That's yeah. like the, oh, like, the other day I was talking to someone. She's like, oh, I want to do it. I'm like, do it. I'm like, I wish I'd started so much sooner. Do it. <laughs> Cause you don't you don't know yeah. there's so much information out there about nutrition and stuff in general and it's just nice to have somebody help you it's like For the sure. same thing going to the gym like i want guidance like yeah i want someone to help me so well that, that brings me to my next point that i wanted to ask you what do you hear along the lines of nutrition from members clients like what are some of the the things that the people tell myths? you either common myths or just like People telling you like, wow, I did this and it helped out, or just like, wow, you know, keto. So the carbs, the carbs is a big one. Okay. The like, do you eat them at night? Do you eat carbs? How many carbs do you eat? That's like the big one, which I think is so crazy because it's like, yo, you know, like bananas have carbs in them. You know, like you know, there's carbs in everything. Yeah. They aren't all bad for you. I don't sit here and just eat white rice. Yeah, yeah. Like, but I had you know sweet potato in my eggs this morning. That's a carb. Sure. You know. But I also had an English muffin because I like to live a little. You know? <laughs> so did you put butter on it? No, I didn't. Oh, slacker. Uh, no, I put butter in my eggs actually when I cook them. Okay, um, fair enough. So that's probably the biggest one, and then the so whole carbs thing. being bad for you. Yes. And then the whole and the timing of carbs, like oh, I yeah. eat them after four p.m. I'm like, there is no clock yeah, on yeah. your freaking calories. Yeah. Um, Although there might be a better time to have them, depending like on how someone post responds. Or like, <laughs> right. Yeah. And like circadian, there's like this is like getting down to like. Right, but generally speaking, if no, you want to have a carb chilling. after four p.m., it's okay. It's okay. Yeah. Um, and then the second one, I am a hater of like the keto and intermittent fasting okay not because i don't think they don't work but because like we said earlier it's probably because you've never dedicated your nutrition to anything yeah that's why it doesn't work yeah yeah and it's very popular now and it's worked for right. so many people uh, well, and i love her annalise one of the coaches at my gym she's a big intermittent faster she's like nothing okay. has worked for me like this and she looks great yeah don't get me wrong yeah, but yeah. sometimes i look at her i'm like damn maybe i should intermittent fast <laughs> i'm like no <laughs> because i would die you know, if I waited that long to eat, yeah, and it just I'm not interested. I enjoy food. I look forward to it. It's fine. Like if that works for her, it's great. But I just it, it when people push things like that and keto and things, I'm like, like is that sustainable for long term? Like now people are gonna think this is how they fix all their problems for sure. rather than let's just learn to eat better. Yeah, want just eat better good foods. And I mean, it's cheesy, but one line I've heard is like, stick to the outer aisles of the supermarket yeah and it's true because that's where is there a cat i don't know oh. maybe she sorry guys piper wants to go outside you think do I need I it for her? no you can close it all right oh she wants to sunbathe she just wants to sunbathe um so i think it, that's where like when people like push certain things i'm like Ooh, like people are gonna get this false sense that like if they do this it's gonna be life-changing forever and it's, like, yeah how sustainable is that? That's why the whole 30, when people do those, yeah, it, it's great for you, right? And it has helped some people because they'll figure out like what foods they don't do well with. But you can't do the whole 30 six times yeah. and tell me that that was good because you needed a reset in your life or yeah, a yeah, detox yeah. or a cleanse. I'm like, no, that's not how this works. <laughs> why not just eat well most of the time For sure. rather than feeling like you need to go back to a whole 30? And that's, again, what I mean about balance. Like, I have so many friends that are guilty of that. Like, ugh, after this weekend, I'm going to do Whole30. And I'm like, hmm, why not just enjoy the weekend and go back to eating, like, learning to find that balance and eating better? Yeah. You know, so that you eat better before and after the weekend. So when the weekend happens, you just love a little. Like, my husband and I are going to New York next week, and I literally have all these restaurants mapped out. Oh, yeah, awesome. I'm going to come back maybe a pound or two heavier. Fuck it. I'm going to enjoy the shit out of it. Because it's bulking season, yeah. Right, right. <laughs> when's the next time I'm going to New York? You know, yeah, like, yeah. God. You know I've never been to New York? I've this will be our first time together. Really? Um, And I just, cool. I mean, what's more romantic than New York at Christmas time? Nothing. Uh, yeah. Which is where we're going. So, Damn, I'm really dope. excited. Um, It's going to be awesome. You're going to eat pizza? 
Yeah. Good. Pizza, Asian food, mm. uh, burgers, stuff, brunch, whatever. Italian. Oh, man, it sounds so good. Uh, chi- like chocolate chip cookies, donuts, you name it. I have a whole like Google Drive, like literally <laughs> yeah, that's a dedication. Sheet because I love to eat. Yeah. I love food. I love I and I'm not just saying that. Like I have always just loved food and been a foodie like my whole life. Yeah. My best friend said it perfectly. She's like, you want every meal to kick you in the mouth. I'm like, it's true. Like, I love food. I get so much joy out of it. Um, <laughs> so that's, I think if you build that solid foundation, then you can learn to enjoy life a little better and maybe not feel like you need to do the whole 30 after a bachelor weekend. Yeah, for sure. Do that. That's where I struggle with things like the whole 30 and keto intermittent fasting. Like, yeah, great. Those will be short term. Yeah. But like, you can do that forever. And that's, that's an interesting point too, because I, uh, I used to work somewhere and I helped develop different programs like weight loss programs and whatever right. that a part of it was, it was like this whole, now my former boss was also some like a crooked fucking scammer that we came to learn that later on. Oh, how fun. Yeah. Pretty cool. Interesting stories. And I can go down that rabbit hole another time. Oh, we can talk about how I got fired in January. That was fun. Oh, well, I mean, I don't know. That's <laughs> 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 there's, there's, a, there's plenty of stories. But the reason I give that little backstory about the, I guess, crooked boss or whatever, um, is that I was a part of developing a program that it was like a three-phase program Mm -hmm. where the first phase was like a reset, Mm -hmm. right? Um, Oh, Piper brought another toy. (laughs) (laughs) She's standing at my back door with a toy in her mouth. Just looking at me like, Yeah, Piper, if that toy's been outside for days, you're not picking it inside. Oof. Sorry, Piper. Uh, your cuteness is not gonna work. Um, it's always bigger than my mouth. <laughs> for real. So whatever you know, and I was I was a part of helping to develop the program, and I put a bunch of people on this program, and the results that we saw. I actually talked about this on a, a podcast that I did recently with a friend of mine, mm-hmm. and I kind of went down the rabbit hole of my experience at at work, uh-huh. um, but it was. Uh, I didn't practice the way that I practice now and I mean I'm grateful for going through that because it was basically trying to put people on getting them started with a very cookie cutter approach yeah which it can have its time and place don't get me wrong but what I really started to notice was the damn the psychological side the habitual side of things people aren't making these long-term changes they're looking for the quick fix and then right. I would try to kind of force them into this transitional period where it was like, okay, now you have to go into an actual lifestyle program, yeah. not just the reset. And people love the reset because some people lost 10 pounds in a week. A lot of it was water right. weight, but they were also 300 plus pounds. Right. So like these are things well, to... Yeah, like the biggest loser, the first week, they all lose a ton of weight. Super well, fast. Well, it's also you make small changes and when you're that overweight. It's going to happen. You'll see quick. drastic things. Right. And a lot of times it's cut out carbs. Right. Carbs tend to retain a little bit more water. Right. So now I'm losing water weight. The yeah. scale is reflecting it. The scale, we live and die by the fucking scale. I don't you understand know? that. You know, we're, we're, I mean, we're programmed in that way to think like What helped me get out of that was weighing myself every day. Yeah? Yeah, because weighing myself every day has taught me about weight fluctuations. Mm-hmm. Um, and it has taught me, like, that I don't always necessarily feel the way the scale says. Yeah. Like, if I weigh myself now on a Saturday after Mike and I go get Thai food on a Friday, mm-hmm. I'm guaranteed to be at least one or two pounds heavier than the day before. For sure. Because it was dinner and it's going to be a bigger meal, whatever. Yeah. But it also makes me feel better because I know from weighing myself every day, after being back on track Saturday and working out Sunday, I'm back to normal. Back to normal. But if I didn't weigh myself all the time and I weighed myself on a heavy day or this or a skinny day and then was like, oh my God, I'm so thin, it's totally wrong. Yeah. So like being on the scale every day is kind of like, oh, weight just kind of goes up and down. I mean, I have a solid number I'm pretty much at all the time. Yeah. But for sure, like there's days where I'm heavier and days where I'm um, skinnier, like... You know, and, and the days that I'm skinnier, I'm always, like, confused. <laughs> I'm always like, how did I lose a pound from yesterday? I'm yeah. like, oh, I probably didn't drink enough water. And so that's, it's interesting to kind of see that versus, like, I can't tell you how much I weighed when we got married because I didn't weigh myself all the time. Yeah. You know, so, but now I know, and it's just become habit. I wake up, I pee, and I weigh myself. And you, that's yeah. awesome. That's awesome to see that. Yeah. Some folks, they, uh, they have a hard time with weighing themselves. Yes. All, like, every single day and whatever. 
But there's the a, more again, you psychology. do it, the more you realize, weight kind of just isn't linear. It goes yeah. up and down. It just bounces around. I mean, there's a certain number target you want to sure be at, but at the end of the day, it's not linear. Yeah. So. Yeah, yeah. That's awesome. I think it's good advice for anybody listening. Yeah. Um, now, last thing that I'll ask you, and this will probably be short and sweet, what's your favorite food? <laughs> you gotta how pick you, one. How can you do this to me? Just one. Like, but what scenario? Just, damn, there's gotta be scenarios. Mine is just like pizza. That's it easy. Oh, my, I'm, okay, so, unpopular opinion time. I don't really like pizza. Oh, no. And I, like, my oh, husband, I think you might have told me this one yeah, time. Yeah, my husband literally would trade me for pizza. Not really, but you. Like, <laughs> but me. Lo- loves <laughs> for pizza. Like, I go out of town, and he just eats pizza all weekend. Like, that's not a joke. Like, I'm gone for a weekend, and it's, he just eats pizza. Um, yeah, right. I I could literally go months without pizza. Um, Interesting. God, my probably top two. I'm gonna give you two. I know this is you know. Damn, you're that much of a foodie. You can't pick two, one. I really, it, and I'm not just saying that because like it's cool to be a foodie. No, fuck it. I don't no, care. No, like, do you know what I mean? Like, I've already made reservations for New York, and we leave next week. Like, I have <laughs> a awesome. problem. Um, <laughs> it's probably Thai food and burgers. Really? I love a good I mean, freaking cheeseburger and fries at the end of the day, and maybe even a chocolate shake, too. Um, that was the mail. Oh, okay. <laughs> um, a chocolate shake and fries and a burger. Oh, man. Oh, are so delicious. good. Yeah. But I really love Thai food. Okay. Like, I really just want some spring rolls, some dumplings, a papaya salad, and some Penang curry. Like, mmm. Mm. <laughs> I mean, that's probably part of the reason we went to Thailand for our honeymoon. We both love Thai food. You didn't come back sick of it? Oh, no. no? I think what helped was that every morning we had like a normal American breakfast. Whereas I think okay. if I was eating like noodles for breakfast, I'd been like, I'm sick of this shit. Yeah, yeah, But the yeah. fact that kind of we had like a normal like way to start the day. And then, I mean, it, it's the same thing with like when we're in Italy and in Peru. Mm. We didn't get sick of the food because it was like every morning we had like a typical like eggs. And so it was like... Felt like normal food. Yeah, yeah. Versus like trying to eat like traditional whatever they eat for breakfast in Thailand or whatever. Or they even don't, you know. Um, but yeah, it's probably Thai and probably a burger. Like I just love me a good freaking cheeseburger and fries and some Thai I mean, food. yeah, I... Like I could go for some spring that. rolls right now and some dumplings and some panang curry. I can go for a burger now that you said that. Oh my so. god, I love a good cheeseburger. Yeah. I love a good cheeseburger. Like... Locals right down the street. <laughs> um, have you ever had the burger at Taurus? Uh, no. They share no, the kitchen no. with Ariette. It's delicious. Really? Um, Damn. I love trash. Shake Shack. Yeah. Burger Fi is pretty good. Burger Fi. Oh, yeah. I think it's pretty decent. It is, yeah. yeah. I do like Shake Shack a lot. Me though. too. Very greasy. And I like the crinkle fries that it comes with. Yeah. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. And then oh, we God. are not far from uh, Lung Yai, which is like the greatest Thai food. In all of Miami. Yeah, I um, I like Thai food. Mm-hmm. I like like the. But don't tell me you like just like pad Thai. Like I like pad Thai, but I've never I never had like the dumplings and whatever. I probably haven't experienced enough. I was gonna say, have you really experienced Thai? Because uh, people nah. will be like, yeah, I've had like pad Thai. I'm like, no, it's not like you need to like really. Nah, go I, in there. I've never gone like like oh. I don't know. You could probably recommend some. I love like Asian food. I like sushi. My mom used to like, call me La Chinita growing up because I just love white rice. I really? would eat it with a spoon. Oh, man. Which, like, with my mom who, like, sent me to etiquette classes was like, oh, my, <laughs> what are you doing? Um, but as, I love rice so much, I would just, like, spoon it into my mouth. Yeah. So she my, called me, like, La Chinita. My grandma used to call me uh, Frijolito because <laughs> I love black beans. Oh, you my husband's me? white boy body can't handle them. Like, I, <laughs> I love black beans, too. You give me white rice and black beans? Oh! Like, I can, I... As I can much have it for I, breakfast. Throw some, so, oh, throw okay, some scrambled eggs in there, and I'll eat it. I would have to have mine fried, but yes, <laughs> I um, I can, I could most definitely go vegan if I wanted to, and I would thrive mm. on rice, beans, and platano maduro on plantain. Yes, I would. That was my on only that. complaint about Peru. That they didn't have because, beans. No, they don't eat plantains really. Oh, that's a very like Central American like they. But Peru was like rice and potatoes. And fish and meat, but there was like never sweet plantains, and I was mm. like, mm, "This dish could really use some maduro." Damn, they're like, slapping on You know, that. like yeah, yeah, yeah. But Peru has great food, but it yeah. was just like because I was raised here in Miami where we eat plantains sure. with everything. Yeah, I was like, "Where's the plantains?" Agreed. Yep. Oh, oh I'm hungry now. I know. Me too. Whatever. On that note, I'm gonna wrap it up. Uh, <laughs> where, where, where can people find you? 
Uh, e curry on Instagram. Okay, E C U R R Y. Just like the food. Okay. Um, where else? Twitter, Evelyn Curry. Okay. Uh, Dang, I don't know if I follow you on Twitter. I'm verified. Got that blue check mark. Damn, balling. Yeah. That's from being on the radio, though. Jelly. <laughs> I thought that was really cool. Uh, I have a YouTube channel, Evelyn Curry, too, but I haven't uploaded a video in a while. I need to do that again. It's been a minute. But yeah, I really just use Instagram the most. Okay. Yeah, it's like the... the it's my go-to. The, like the popular one right now that's mm-hmm. being used the most. Awesome. Well, thank you for your time. Thanks for coming. Um, yeah, of course. Wait, what's your favorite food? Pizza. Oh, you said that. Yeah. Boring. But, <laughs> but I also love peanut butter and jelly, rice and beans. I love Italian food, Mexican. You give me a good burrito. There's not good tacos. Mexican in Miami. Uh, not really. No. Maybe if you go like to Homestead or something. But, I know. But I'm also happy with like a ground beef quesadilla from like Salsa Fiesta or some shit. Like, you know, I'm, I'm such a simple eater. But whatever. You're a boy. Yeah. yeah. I'm a boy. I'm a boy. Uh, But anyway, thank you. Thanks for your time. And I hope you guys enjoyed this. We'll catch you on the next one. Peace.